Welcome to episode 55 title, I Am Hip Hop. At first, I was going to name I Am My Brother's Keeper, but as I started to talk and watch YouTube and read, I said, yo, I gotta incorporate hip hop. But then watching just the way uh, a lot of these rappers and like our culture in general has been getting exploited. And again, I understand this is a business. Please make money wherever you go, because that's the whole name of the game is to make money. But I just remember when hip hop was at its essence, when a lot of people didn't like hip hop because of what they said it represented. But hip hop has become so synonymous with the violence, with the money, with the women and misogyny that it's just been disgusting, man. And that's not how I see it, man. You know, that's not how I see it. I think that when you're African-American, a lot of people find ways to make money off of you, whether it be the transatlantic slave trade, whether it be sharecropping um low wage you know in in this country man we have found ourselves as african americans and also minorities in some compromising situations where we weren't able to have our own or we have to get less for paying more or just more in general and as I'm watching these documentaries and I'm watching YouTube, I just love that these people are creating their own individual content. You have a lot of these gangbangers from LA from all over saying, Hey, hip hop is a way for me to get out. And I love it because as a therapist, I love that people are using a tool to talk, right? I love that they're using this as their journal, as their way to cope with what they've been going through. And that's the beauty of it. But what I want to see is more people, you know, using it for a tool and a catalyst to be positive. Because a lot of these things are so negative that whenever you try to get out, you're still pulled in like for example when you look at a lot of the drill rap in chicago you know a lot of these brothers you know they they they're like listen i'm not signing this deal i'm staying independent i want all my masters and you look at the greatness of the business and for so long we have been exploited in that sense of like we cannot get out like we have to give everybody everything so we can make it but just seeing how a lot of these rappers are like, nah, I understand the game. So I'm going to push it this way and I'm going to push it that way so I can make money from me and my family, which is a beautiful thing. But then you also look on the flip side of how a lot of these rappers are dying because of they still have that that mentality of I'm still in the hood and yeah, I got to show that I'm real, but I hope a lot of these young artists are understand this is entertainment. You know, when you listen to your artists, you were entertained. It made you feel a certain way. And I hope that these young artists are doing the same. Like, okay, this make me feel a certain way. So I want to continue to feel this way. So this is how I'm feeling. This is what it's making me feel like, you know, but some of these artists are using this to gain notoriety into a different culture 
the gang affiliation or or you know if you will just the tougher and harsher hardships of life and it's like no that's not how you do it you know and it's 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 a catalyst rap that you know and, and and music it can be a catalyst to a lot of positive things and for some people it, you know it really is and i just love that but i'm seeing now for all these years big and tupac who are two of the biggest hip-hop artists um you know that hip-hop has seen and they both lost their life tragically due to gun violence and for years and i'm talking decades these things wasn't really publicized in the media and in a sense of like yo we gotta find out or we gotta talk about biggie and tupac until a lot of these outlets realized yo we can make money off of this if we can make money off of this why not put it out but i'm glad that a lot of people that are involved are getting paid and that's what i like to see i want them to get paid i want them to, to be able to tell their story but also making money because it's a business at the end of the day. You know, it's funny when artists or entertainers and, and, and some athletes, you know, when they say, no, I'm not doing this. This is what I want. People look at them as selfish. You should just be happy to be here. And I tell people, if your boss was giving you, let's just say double of what you're making now. So let's just say an average American makes 50,000. If we're lucky, let's just go to a hundred thousand if your boss was to pay you a hundred thousand do you think that you still have to take their shit do you think that you still have to you know take whatever they're giving you and say well hey at least they're paying me something or you're gonna say no i don't care i'm still a human being and that's what i want people to understand about these entertainers like they're still human beings yeah they might be making millions of dollars quote unquote but at the same time, they still have to maintain, you know, their economical worth. Like they still have to make sure that they can be able to, you know, make these dollars or else, you know, they they'll be broke. So they so they have to make sure that they have the means to survive. And so in that sense, most entertainers, unless you're really good, it lasts, what, three to five years, if that. For some rappers, I remember, you know, some rapper, they say your shelf life is what, you, you know, be, before you get shelved two years. That's not a long time. If you look at a football player, basketball player, the average time is between three to five years. That's not a lot of time. So when you look at the money, you know, you got to break down. It's in different areas. You got to pay your accountant, your lawyer, your manager, your, 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 your your moms and you know just so many things are involved so that's why you want to make so much so you can on the back end receive some of that money and feel good and live a great life because that's what you're doing entertaining for the people but i say all that to say now that you know they're realizing that hey i can make more money off of biggie and tupac because people want to hear about it you know but i'm glad that certain hands are getting involved so that they won't be too exploited and I and I hope that the story could be told without it being too rich in fluff. You know, that's 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 what I want to happen. You know, I want them to be able to tell the story of Big and Tupac without it being a situation of, uh, look at them. You know, they just they're just there's puppets. And I don't want that to be, you know, the case. You know, so I I'm just 
I'm just watching and you know, I just want these young artists to to have a say so, but also to be able to you know, have a message with it and bring people together, man. You know, when you look at artists like Nipsey Hussle, you know, now, you know, they they're they're trying to profit off of him too, but I'm glad that his team is like, "Nah. This is this is how we want his story told. This is this is the real you know, Aramis, this is who he was as a person, you know, and it's bringing, you know, gangs together. And if you don't know Nipsey Hussle, he was a part of the rolling 60s neighborhood Crips, and they had long time standing beef um, with the eight trade gangsters. And until Nipsey passed, was assassinated, they didn't like each other 40 plus years. So to see the eight trade gangsters in the rolling 60s area, if you know, that's just, that's huge. You know, black people making a stand like, wow, like this man had to be sacrificed for people to come together. And I, and and it's sad that he couldn't see this, but what he stand for, I'm, I'm, I'm glad people are respecting that and saying, hey, we got to take a stand here. You know, Nip means more to us than this black on black crime because he wanted his people to get on. He wanted his people to be in a good situation to win and to prosper. And that's what it's all about, you know? And Nip was one of those artists like, yo, I'm going to own my own stuff. I'm going to be the one to say, Hey, I'm charging a hundred dollars a CD because I believe in what it is. And I, and I, and I understand business and I understand that you're going to make way more money off of me if I don't make money off myself. And it's talking about believing in yourself. And I was looking at this other artist. His name is, um, he's from, um, with the, uh, the 55, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know too many gangs, but his name was C Mac, uh, 55 neighborhood crypt. Um, you know, again, I, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but just his voice is very unique. Check him out, C-Mac. And he got like a raspy voice. You know, Popeye checking. His voice is very unique. And he's using that to, he using that talent to get himself out of his situation. Now, again, he's still really active in the gang culture. He's really, you know, about that life. But I hope that he start to prosper and see the fruit of his labor and say, you know what? I'm going to always be associated with this gang because these people are my family. We went through a lot together, but I'm showing them a different way. You know, I'm traveling all across the globe because these people appreciate me. And, you know, a lot of inner city trauma is really detailed in music. And a lot of people start to deal with the negative effects of their trauma once they become entertainers because they're like, man, this is crazy. It's just so much going on. But I'm starting to see more artists talking about mental health and entertainers as well saying, hey, I got an issue. You know, this is this is my issue with what's going on. I'm bipolar. I got the I suffer from depression. I always live with a lack of self-esteem. That's why I'm talking like I'm the hardest guy out because I had to deal with so much. And that right there is starting to turn because people, especially African-Americans and, and people of color, we are starting to realize that, yo, this is hurt. And a lot of this isn't our fault. A lot of this is definitely 
rooted in the system in which we lived in. However, once I recognize that, I gotta find a way to make it better. And many of them are doing that. Many of them are doing a great job of finding their lane and making themselves better. And hip hop has done that. Hip hop has become one of those tools and vessels that's been helping artists for years, damn near decades, put their family to a better situation. And I'm glad because as 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 people of color, that's something that we can say that we influenced. That's something that we can say that we started and we made. When I seen the show, it, it was like an old documentary from back in the 90s with Wu-Tang Clan and they went to Japan. These people didn't. And some of these people couldn't speak a lick of English. They said because of Wu-Tang Clan, they learned English because of rap music. And because the way the culture took hold of the world and migrated and it, and it really um, came together to interlock within their culture, people learn English. Think about that. People learn ways to talk because of the music that they listen to. You know, when I think of my daughter, um, you know, who loves BTS and who loves Korean pop, I'm like, she's learning these words because she's listening to this music from overseas but this music from overseas is influenced by hip-hop and they say that many times and i let her know like listen yeah these artists are you know singing and dancing and they rapping but you got to remember where that come from you know when me and your mom are playing jay-z and Nas, and you know we're not just playing it because we're old you know we're older but we're playing it because this is our history. This is something that we can touch and we can go back and say, this started here with Cool Hurt. It probably started before then, but this is something that we know that outlined in detail at this time. That's something of ours that we have and that we have not let go. And that's why I love hip hop because it's mine. You know, when when my grandkids get older and they look at the hip hop being such this thing of of such old but it's like wow you were there you remember biggie and tupac you know because they're going to be morals when you look at the eyes of hip-hop when i think of people who were there with socrates and aristotle you know writing some of these you know poems and you know talking about philosophy when i think of people who had an impact in the country in the world and people knew them like that's going to be us in hip-hop like i can be able to pass that story down to my grandkids 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 and they can say this is where it started like this is the book of history and hip-hop is a book of history because it's telling a story when you look at hip-hop you looked at how a lot of people of color you know had to migrate from the south north you look at how people of color was treated during those times you know i know when it first started it was mainly a east coast thing but as time went on it started to tell the story of what's going on in the west coast in the midwest down south uh all over the world because that's what hip-hop did hip-hop was something that gave you a sense of pride you know being who you are especially people of color because we're always beating down talking bad about but when you hear a lot of these rappers and they're repping their gang and they're repping it you know their territory it's a show of bravado like i made it out yes i went through this i got shot and stabbed because this is who i am 
I made it. Some people didn't make it, but I made it. I'm proud to talk about it. And when I tell people that they look at it differently, I'm like, yeah, are they promoting violence? Yes, but also that's where they come from. They're talking about that. And it's a sense of bravado and pride because they made it unlike some of the people that they knew. So they're just, yes, I'm happy to be here. Yes, I'm from here. I'm from there, but I made it. And so could you. And, and you know, some of the stuff I don't listen to, you know, it's, you know, again, it's, it, it get real sketchy and, you know, just don't like it. But I promote when I see young people of color owning their own company. So I always boom, listen, and it's free to just go on YouTube, Apple music and subscribe and like, because that generates revenue for them. Let them do something positive. And then once they get to a certain level, then you say, Hey man, yeah, I don't agree with the music that you make, but I, but business wise, I, I respect it. And that's what I try to tell people, you know, look at where they're coming from. Look at what they have to go through. I would rather for them to be talking like this than shooting and killing someone. Now, people on the other hand can say, but they're promoting violence. So it's like they're doing it too. I say, yeah, but people don't shut down Arnold Schwarzenegger. They made him the governor. People don't shut down Bruce Willis or all these other people that are in the entertainment business. Because again, these movies promote and they invoke the certain type of feeling that make you feel a certain way but i think because of people of color we kind of scrutinize it and you know the media of course makes it look like black people are savages of this world and it's probably more successful black people than they are incarcerated which they are but those things don't get talked about so when i look at rappers i look at these rappers in a sense of pride you know taking something from nothing and making it and that's why i want to continue to promote the art of hip-hop because hip-hop is something that you know again it's it started from necessity cool herc said hey i need a way to make money back to school is coming give these people something that they can do boom why not a lot of these rappers started rapping because it was a way to get out as a way to say hey listen i'm tired of gangbang i'm tired of robbing stealing or getting shot at let me try my hand in this tired of selling drugs I'm going to tell you my story versus me going to a place of where I have to be in jail, be incarcerated. I don't want that. Let me let me show you a skill. But I don't want other people profiting off of negativity and then calling it what they want to call it. No, I want it to be a situation where it can be expressed in a beautiful, in the most eloquently way. Because there are different forms of hip-hop. And that's the beauty of it. Hip-hop is a genre. It's different genres and sections of hip-hop. Wow, think about that. Before, it was just hip-hop, rap. But now you got your, you know, you got your trap, rap, country, rap, you know, lo-fi, rap. I mean, there's so many. But it came from one base, one brick, one block. And it just just grew and their tentacles touched the globe and that's what i love about it i love that hip-hop has expanded to new heights and new bounds that people didn't even realize it can go so i just wanted people to have an open mind you know when you listen to these young men rap 
And you know, it might seem cruel, but would you judge someone who's writing their feelings in a journal? I know, listen, I get it. You know, some of these lyrics are just hard to listen to because it sounds like exploitation, but also this is a time where we need to also teach. That's why when I talk to the younger generation, I let them know I made mistakes. However, once I learned that I make that mistake, I also learned how to make it better. So that's what we also have to look at, learning how to make things better and teaching that because we once were those young lost souls who didn't know any better. So help them. We can learn from them. Again, they aren't getting these crazy deals that some of these old rappers used to get. Our favorite rappers was getting duped. I mean, they were losing money by the millions. But these young rappers, they understand business. You know why? Because the older rappers, when they were younger, they taught them, hey, don't take this 360 deal. Own all your publishing. Own all your masters. Make your money. You can always make money off of this. This is how you make money. So now they're showing another, you know, uh, uh, era of rappers how to do it. When you look at social media, a lot of these rappers are like, I'm not signing no label to no label because I can make money off social media. I've been hitting 100,000 weekly and it's just growing. So I'm showing you how to make this money. I'm showing you how to boom in this era of social media, what you need to do. Again, some of it is very gimmicky, but guess what? It's entertainment at the end of the day. Each one, teach one. Teach these children about being successful, entrepreneurship, and togetherness as people of color. So I can go on and on, but that's my thoughts. I just wanted to get that out there. Like I said, man, um, a lot of my podcasts will be me talking to everyone out there because I feel that I have a, you know, I have a duty to just keep putting content out and I'm just going to keep putting content out and not stopping, man. I'm going to keep pressing and pushing. Well, on that note, man, thanks again for tuning to another edition of site like that episode 55. And guess what? I got more content coming up. Check out my don't shoot the messenger page too. Check out the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast page under Marquette Sutton, M-A-R-Q-U-E-T, or Professional Sutton. It's out there. It's on YouTube. Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. It's a sports podcast, but we keeping it 100 out there. All right? Until next time, peace.